Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Memories Bride Stacy Morin about her vow renewal at Walt Disney World. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear all the ways she was able to customize her day around the Memories Collection package to make a unique experience to commemorate her anniversary. Welcome, Stacy. Hi, Carrie. I'm so excited to be on the show. Thanks for being on the show today. I'd love to know how you guys decided that the time was right for a vow renewal and you wanted to use the Memories Collection. Okay, well, it's kind of a long story. Um, <laughs> we, we originally, so when we, when we first got married, Paul had never been to Disney World, unlike me who vacationed there three to five times a year growing up. So we didn't want to do Disney for our wedding day because we wanted our wedding day to really be about the two of us. And since Paul had never been, that wasn't really an option. But he first came with me around our nine-month anniversary after we had been married and fell in love with Disney just as much as I did. And we started talking about how much fun it would be to do a uh, vacation with all of our friends, specifically friends that weren't at our wedding. And around our one-year anniversary, we said, well, we really love Disney. It would be a great you know, place to take everybody on a vacation. And then we started playing with the idea of doing a vow renewal. And it seemed like 10 years was, was the right number to go for for us. So we've actually been planning it for about nine years. <laughs> and when we first started, we thought we wanted like all of our, all of our friends to come. So we thought it was going to be probably roughly about 20 people. So we were really looking at the escape package. But about a year ago, we sent out save the dates and kind of got a feel for how many people would be coming, and only five could actually make it. <laughs> so it really limited us. You know, we thought we thought the uh, escape would be just a little too too much overkill. We looked into doing Swan and Dolphin, but with all the add-ons that we were going to use at Swan and Dolphin, it just it came out to be about the same amount for memories, and the memories had the location of Luau Beach, which had the castle in the background, which is what I really wanted. So that's how we ended up choosing the memories collection. Okay, great. When we were choosing our location, we did consider Comp Key at the Grand Floridian because we really loved, we really loved the decor of the Grand Floridian. We find it very romantic and what we wanted for, for the feel of our vow renewal. But we weren't in love with the marina and the fact that it was a smoking area kind of really turned us off because I have asthma. So it, the only other location for us really was Luau Beach because I needed to have the castle. What I really wanted was the wedding pavilion, but since we weren't doing an escape, we opted for Luau Beach. Okay. So you said that five of your guests were able to make it, and where were they coming from? Our guests were coming from all over. We had one from Texas, one from New York, one from Rhode Island, a couple from Rhode Island, actually. And in the end, we actually only had four guests. Our, our guests from New Hampshire couldn't actually make it. <laughs> so we ended up with just four actual guests attending. 
But that's great that they were able to come from so far. Yeah, it was it was really nice. We spent three days there, and it was really it was really just a nice time, a really great fun time for all of us. Now, how did you choose an officiant for your event? We didn't want an actual officiant because we were already married, and it wasn't you know it's not like a legal binding ceremony as as a wedding is. And we're actors, and all of our friends that came were actors, <laughs> so. We knew we could choose one of them, and they do a great job. So we chose our friend Neil, who we just knew had the right amount of personality to really pull off the elegance that we wanted for an officiant. He had, like, the perfect cadence and the perfect sincerity in his voice when he delivered our ceremony, and it was just, it was perfect. It was great. That's wonderful. Now, I see this question sometimes for people who are trying to customize their ceremony. Did you find one online and modify it, or what did you decide to do for the actual content of the ceremony? Yeah, because it was a vow renewal, there's not a whole lot out there for vow renewals. I was finding, a, you know, some vow renewal ceremonies, but some of them were a little too religious, and that's not really who we are, and then some of them weren't kind of romantic enough for us. So I ended up piecing together a bunch of different ceremonies I found. I found one ceremony that was kind of Disney-based online, and I kind of took that and ran with it and modified it and added in other aspects of other Valorant ceremonies I found online and then really customized it for Paul and I. So we added in our the actual like ring exchange that we said on our wedding day, plus you know just just other little Disney snippets. We had each of our guests that attended do a, a, a reading. They all did some type of Disney-themed reading. And, you know, just things that were really specific to us and to Disney. That's great. Now, the package comes with your choice of a limousine or an in-room celebration gift basket. Which did you choose? We weren't so cut and dry about this. (laughs) We chose, we ended up choosing the in-room celebration, but we really wanted the limo. But the limo is, you only get the limo for three hours, and it just wasn't enough time for us because we, we wanted the limo to take, pick us up at Port Orleans Riverside where we were staying and bring us to our ceremony. And then we were going to Meisner's for a cocktail hour and uh, Citrico's for dinner. And then after that, we were heading to the boardwalk to take pictures. So all that time, it was, it was going to be over three hours because our ceremony was at 3 and we're going to the boardwalk at 7.30. So, and the limo was supposed to pick us up at 2.30. So I ended up asking our wedding coordinator if we could do two one-way trips and how much that would cost. And the cost of both the in-room celebration and the limo, if we were to choose both, was going to be, I think, uh, somewhere around 365 total. And it was somewhere around like 385 or 395 It was like $40 more Mm -hmm. to just do two one-way trips and have exactly what we needed. So we ended up doing the interim celebration with two one-way limo trips, and then we also chartered private vans for everything else we needed during our stay. Oh, that's great. Did you add anything else to the basic package? Yes. So we added on, for the interim celebration, we added on bride and groom Mickey ears, and we had them personalized with 10 ears on the back. And those were supposed to be delivered with our in-room celebration, but didn't actually make it oh. <laughs> with their in-room celebration. <laughs> and we also added, I added on some Mickey crystals, the hidden Mickey crystals in my bouquet. And I added on 
floral delivery to the resort because the flowers for the memories are normally delivered at the ceremony location, and I want them ahead of time because we're doing a first look. So we have them delivered to the resort. Oh, that's a really good point. Do you remember how much they charged you for that? I think it was 65 It was more than I wanted to pay, but I really wanted to have the flowers there for the, for the first look pictures. Yeah, I could see why you would. Yeah, and they, they, they definitely made a big difference. I, I would have been sad if I didn't actually pay that money to have them delivered, so I'm glad we did. That's great. So the memories package doesn't include any kind of meal. Did you guys add a dinner after the ceremony? Yes, yeah, so we knew we wanted to have our like celebration dinner at Citricos. We had celebrated our third year anniversary there, and it was, I mean, we've had dinners at pretty much all of the signature restaurants on Disney property, but when we ate for the first time at Citricos, it really kind of blew us away with the service, and we just loved our meal. And again, we wanted to be in like the Grand Floridian area because we love the decor so much. So it was just kind of a natural choice for us to choose Citricos. And on our anniversary, on our third year anniversary, they had customized menus for us. You know, they had put like, congratulations, Stacey and Paul, third year anniversary. So we actually contacted the manager of the of Citricos, and I'm, I'm a high high end planner. So <laughs> I, I like I plan everything out to the T. There was an exact table that I wanted. I got like a diagram of the Citricos restaurant, and I like made an arrow pointing to the exact table I want to sit at at the restaurant. And we emailed him. I'm like, I want to sit. I want to sit at this table. And they were so accommodating. He was like, we can, we can do whatever you want. Normally, they don't actually let you request specific tables, but because we were at the very first seating of the evening, he said that wasn't a problem because we could, you know, we were the first ones in the restaurant. And we pretty much were the only ones in the restaurant for most of our meal. But we also added on a cocktail hour through Meisner's in the Grand Floridian. So because our ceremony was going to be at 3 and dinner was until 5.30, we didn't want to, and we were going to be taking pictures and everything. We wanted our friends to have some place to go and relax and have a little snack. But Meisner's doesn't start serving food until about 5 and our reservation was until 5.30. So when we contacted Citricos, we asked them, was there anything that they could do? Like, could they put together a couple of cheese plates and, you know, have that ready for us at Meisner's when we got there around 4? And they said absolutely, and when we got to Meisner's, it was, it was just, like, perfectly set up for us. They had a couple of cocktail tables reserved for us with, you know, seats, and they immediately brought out the, the cheese plates. We had a couple bottles of Fairytale Cuvée ordered, and the service there was also outstanding. It was really great. Wow, that's a really great tip. Yeah, it was, it was really perfect. So we, we joined our guests at Meisner's for a really quick toast, and then we went to go take pictures around the Grand Floridian. And then once we were done with that, we went back to Meisner's. And it was almost time for us to head to dinner. And the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra was just setting up to play. So Paul went over and asked them if they could play What a Wonderful World for us to dance to. And they were more than accommodating. And they, they played the song. And we, we danced in the lobby area right next to the, the orchestra. And then after that, they they very kindly just gave us a CD of their music that included that exact arrangement. It was really wonderful. Wow, what a great bit of pixie dust. Yeah. (laughs) 
And then did you add any other events to your celebration, like after you had your dinner at Citricos? Yes. After Citricos, we went and we took some pictures at the, the beach club area with the boardwalk in the background. And then we added on a dessert party and two ride mix-ins. Wow, you got to do two ride mix-ins? Yeah, so because we, we originally scheduled one ride mix-in, and then the event planner contacted my husband. My husband was the one in contact with our event planner for the dessert party. And she told him that the first ride mix-in was going to be during extra magic hours. And we started thinking about it, like, well, if it's during extra magic hours, could we add another one in? Because the park's open anyway. And we just asked, and they agreed to it. They, yep, no problem. So we had a, the first ride mixing on Test Track and the second one on Spaceship Earth. Wow. And those occurred after your dessert party? Yes. Wow, that's awesome. So tell me a bit about how that worked. Did you take transportation into Epcot for your event, and then after the dessert party, they escorted you on the two rides? We took the limo to the, the beach club and took pictures. We didn't use the Disney photographer that's included in the package. We used Randy Chapman. So we met up with Randy, took pictures there, and then we walked to the International Gateway where we were meeting our event planner. So Paul had originally contacted Disney Catered Events, and we were given this event planner named Janice. And... You know, she always had her signature on the emails, but we never really paid much attention to it. And at some point, about a week before our event, we referenced her working for Disney Catered Events, and she responded saying, well, I don't actually work for Disney Catered Events. I work for Disney Youth and Leisure. So I I don't know if it's because we had such a small party or because we weren't through, you know, Disney Fairy Tales. Uh, weddings. I, I don't know why we ended up with the youth and leisure department, okay. um, but that's who that's who planned our our dessert party. <laughs> Were there differences? Like, did they not charge you the viewing fee for people without park admission? No, everything. You know, because I, I I've had your 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 book and updating it for years, so I knew exactly what everything should cost, and it was exactly what we expected it to cost. But I don't know if that's why we didn't need backstage transportation. But everything was was planned pretty much exactly as I expected it. The only thing I will say is that we had a lot of difficulty corresponding with her because she often either didn't read our emails or never – she would lose our emails and not respond. She would respond to things. She would give us, you know, documents like we needed, like the photography agreement for Disney Legal to let Randy into the park with us for the dessert party photos. Mm-hmm. And we sent that to Randy and got it back from him and sent it to her. And she said she needed to get another thing from Disney Legal to us. And then she, we asked her where it was. We gave her about two weeks to get it. And then it never showed up. And she didn't know what we were talking about. I, it was a big hassle. Interesting. Uh, so we were a little concerned that the dessert party was not actually going to turned out okay but it was perfect in the end it was everything that we ordered and everything was great it was we used bonsai terrace oh great in japan yeah it was perfect because we chose bonsai terrace number one because it was affordable for us and it perfectly fits you know the um, amount of people that we had but i have also the other locations around the lagoon are generally open to the public and i really liked Bonsai Terrace because you don't normally get to go up there. Right. So it felt a little extra special, especially since I've been, you know, to Epcot so many times. It was really neat to, to be somewhere where 
that's usually forbidden. <laughs> and it has a perfect view of, uh, you know, it feels like you're centered even though you're not. Interesting. So we wore our wedding attire into the park. And I knew going into planning the dessert party that there may be some reluctance on letting us wear the gown. And I kept, I kept expecting it to show up or a question to show up in one of her emails or to show up in our BEO for the, for the event. And nothing was ever mentioned. We even mentioned to her that we were having a vow renewal the day of, and it never got mentioned that we were going to have a problem getting into the park with our wedding attire. But when we showed up at the gate, she had a very concerned look on her face. (laughs) I didn't know anything was going on, but uh, apparently Paul was kind of privy to a conversation that she was having with Randy about, She's not actually supposed to let me into the park. And he's like, oh, it's okay. You know, Randy was showing her pictures of our, of our vow renewal. And he's like, you know, they had the Disney Fairy Show wedding. It's, it's, all, it's all okay. And that kind of eased her for some reason to let, her, let us in. And that's actually one of my favorite moments of the day was walking through Epcot. Because we basically walked the entire park in my gown and tall suit. So it was really neat. We kind of felt like celebrities. You know, we had private event guides. We had two private event guides because we had two mix-ins. So, you know, we had two people in front of us waving these red flashlights, <laughs> getting, telling people to get out of our way, basically. And everybody was just stopping to take pictures and to congratulate us. And it was a really amazing feeling. That's awesome. And why shouldn't you be allowed to wear your gown into the park? Like Paul was telling them, you are an official Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings couple. You paid for a memories collection event. So there's no reason you shouldn't be able to wear that. Right, right. Do you have any other favorite memories of the day? I have two other favorite memories. So number one is Paul and I wrote our own wedding vows. When we first got married, because we're musical theater actors, we're overly dramatic, and we sang our wedding vows when we got married. So we wanted to have this moment be the time that we really actually take to write our, our own vows and speak from the heart. And it was a really special, beautiful moment, and I'm so glad we did that. And then the other, oh, so I didn't get to tell you this. We actually got moved to the wedding pavilion the day of our event. So I had requested on the BEO that our backup location be the wedding pavilion because I was so terrified of it raining and having an outdoor location. And I didn't want to get stuck in in some, like, disgusting conference room with no windows or anything. (laughs) So... I had requested that the backup location be the wedding pavilion. And they put it in our BEO, and they said they couldn't guarantee it, but, you know, they would add it in anyway. And the day of the event at about, our event started at 3, and at about 1.30, our planner called, and she said we had a 40% chance of thunderstorms. So, but she, she was like, but your backup location is the wedding pavilion, so it's great no matter what. And I was ecstatic because wow. that was, like, uh, well, I kind of hope it rains. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at about 2 o'clock, we got the confirmation that we were actually going to be in the wedding pavilion. And I was so excited. And so my, I think my ultimate favorite moment of the day is walking into the wedding pavilion, which I've been in before, but I've never been in. And the other times I've been in the wedding pavilion, it's always had the stained glass of the, the castle up, never the the clear window that magnifies the castle. And so when I walked in and I saw the castle just magnified at the end of the aisle, I gasped and immediately started crying. 
it was just, I mean, it, it was my dream come true. That, that's the moment I've been waiting for since I saw that building being constructed in the 90s. <laughs> oh. So it sounds like everything really worked out in your favor. Was there anything during the day that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? The only couple of things that didn't really work out right, the in-room celebration package, we, I said we ordered the bride and groom Mickey ears and they weren't delivered with the package, which we had actually requested the night before the vow renewal, or actually two nights before. You know, we, we ordered it to be delivered the day that we arrived because the next day we we're going into the Magic Kingdom and we really wanted to have the bride and groom ears for our trip into the Magic Kingdom. When we got back to the room, we went to the hoop doo the night that we arrived and when we came back into the room, the room looked absolutely gorgeous, but there were no Brian Gordon Mickey ears. Oh. So I emailed our planner the next day, and she she apologized. She said, we'll refund your money. And she's like, well, no, I'll throw in a little extra pixie dust. And so when we got back to our room after being in the Magic Kingdom all day, they had, they had given us this beautiful basket with, like, cheese and Mickey wine glasses and you know, fake champagne and stuff like that. It was, it was really sweet. It was more than, you know, I just asked for a refund because we were going to buy them in Best Kingdom the next day anyway. Right. So that was the only, like, hiccup with that. With the flowers being delivered, I actually thought that the flowers would be delivered. The, the flowers are set to be delivered at one thirty, And I thought they were going to be either delivered to the room directly or that when they got to the front desk, the front desk would call and tell me that my flowers were delivered, but that never happened. <laughs> so I didn't even realize I, at about 10 of two, because Randy came into the room at about one forty-five and started taking pictures. And I was like, oh, it's almost time for first look. Oh my gosh, I don't have flowers. So we called the wedding planner and she, she confirmed that they had been delivered, but that the front desk doesn't always whoever normally gets the flower delivery at the front desk, they don't normally correspond with the people that would contact the rooms. I, it was very confusing. I don't, I don't know mm. exactly who got the flowers or where they ended up because my groomsmen went on a hunt for them and came back with them 20 minutes later. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, they, that was kind of like the only hiccup with that. And then the only other thing that I really, it didn't go wrong. Well, the cake we had ordered, the cake was beautiful. And it was very delicious, but I had, we had asked for the top tier to be lemon and raspberry, which it was, because that was our original wedding cake flavor. And we asked for the bottom layer to be chocolate with daily filling, which sounded delicious to me. And when we cut into it, it was like chocolate and like coffee flavored, I don't know, like Kahlua or something. Hmm. And it just wasn't, it wasn't that good. And we had so much cake left over. And the one oversight I had was asking how the cake is going to get back to the resort when we have these two ride mix-ins. Right. And we, ne- we just didn't think about it. We thought that they would either hold it for us or, you know, somebody would ship it off. And they, they said there was nothing we could do about it. We'd have to, like, cart around this cake all night. So <laughs> my, our poor groomsman was kind of just, like, carrying anything and everything we asked him to. And he was slugging all of this massive amount of cake. And when we reached the America Pavilion, Paul just started shouting out to everybody, does anybody want cake? Does anybody want cake? And (laughs) this couple walking by, the girl was like, I want cake. I would really like cake. So Paul just went over to our rooms and lifted lifted the giant box of cake out of his arms and dumped it into this girl's arms. I was like, here you go. Have a good night. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we have no idea what she did with it. She kind of has fun, amused look on her face. But <laughs> she ended up with the rest of our wedding cake. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? The day was really, really perfect. Uh, aside from thinking to ask about the cake is really the only the only thing I would have done differently. Uh, everything else came out absolutely perfect. And the cake you ordered through your planner, your event planner, and had delivered to your Epcot dessert party? Yes, we had, we had the cake with the white chocolate cake topper and three bottles of fairy tale cuvee. And we also had a coffee station. We, we had just asked for coffee. We, we assumed it would just be coffee and cream and sugar and whatnot. But they had a whole like assorted variety of flavored syrups, which was nice. But nobody drank any of it. <laughs> it, was, it was so hot. And really, our guests were just drinking the champagne. So, <laughs> Do you have any advice for others who might be considering a memories vow renewal or even a wedding? My advice would be just to ask for anything and everything that you have any questions on or are wondering if they could do, because I asked for things that were not normal. I even asked for the, if it was possible for me to purchase those bride and groom magic bands that they give to the wishes couple, which I was told no, but you know, I, I asked for everything that I, I thought I would want or need. And sometimes the answer was no. And sometimes it was yes, and it will cost you this much. And sometimes it was just, yeah, we can make that happen. So just ask for it and you never know what can happen. That's great advice. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Yes. So I have a planning journal and a trip report that I'm still finishing up on the Diz boards under our magical memories of our renewal 52416. And I'm going to be uploading more pictures there and uh, probably putting a link to our uh, wedding video because we did add on a fan from STVS video as well. And yeah, all that will be in my uh, trip reports. Oh, that's great. And if the link is ready, I'll put it in the post for this show on Disney Wedding Podcast also. Oh, okay, great. Well, Stacy, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us the story of your day. I really appreciate it, and I think it's going to be very helpful for anyone who's considering a memories event and wants to customize it a bit. So thanks for taking the time. Thank you so much, Carrie. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at Passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com. <laughs>